Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I am honestly so grateful that you're still subscribed to my podcast and I cannot wait to start this brand new year with you with such an amazing guest. Honestly, this podcast, as you know, is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and their life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today's guest is honestly going to blow your mind away. And just before I introduce him, I truly resonate with his message to help others believe in themselves more and take action in their life by becoming a more confident version of themselves. As a matter of fact, the reason why you're listening to this episode right now is because I took action on an Instagram story he shared where he was asking everyone to follow his friend Mark Drager. And if you do and leave a genuine comment on his post, he will pick up a few people and have Evan on their podcast for free. Talk about taking action. His name is Evan Carmichael and he believes in entrepreneurs. At the age of 19, he built, then sold a biotech software company. Then at the age of 22, he was a venture capitalist raising $500,000 to $15 million. He now runs a YouTube channel for entrepreneurs with over 2 million subscribers, wrote four books and speaks globally around the world. He wants to solve the world's biggest problem. He set two world records uses a trampoline and stand-up desk, owns Canada's largest salsa dance studio and has a giant Doritos bag in front of him all day long to remind him that he's stronger than the Doritos. Toronto is his home. He's a husband, father, TSM fan and Timo main. In this episode, Evan talks about his damn the Doritos strategy, how to overcome your fears and why taking action will get you closer to your goals. He also shares how we can learn from the worst of people in humanity and how to turn that into a positive for our own lives to live the best one we can. So without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Mr. Evan, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am super grateful to have 25 minutes of your time. I'm going to get straight into it. The first thing I want you to share with my listeners is, could you just briefly share with them your story? Because I know how, how it impacted my life, listening to your story and what you're doing today. Um, I would love for you to just share your story and then we can get straight into some, some questions that I have. How did, imp- how did my story impact your life? That's what I'm curious about. Okay. I think that's actually the best intro. Okay, perfect. So I started following you, I would say more than a year ago now through Instagram. I found you, I saw your videos. And when I started following you, I was so curious to know what that Doritos bag was, um, okay. which, I'm, which I'm coming on to in, 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 later on. Um, but, but, you know, just listen to your story in terms of your whole concept of believe, right? Because my story in a nutshell was I was super shy a couple of years ago and I turned like super confident. And I think the biggest reason for me was because I believed in myself. The day yep. I stopped caring about other people's opinion is the day my life changed. So I believed in myself so much. And when I heard your story of how um, you, you, know, you started your software company and then you sold that off and then you started wanting to help entrepreneurs because you wanted to share that knowledge and value, something that I also love sharing with my audience is I don't like people that are selfish and have a lot of wisdom and knowledge, but they're not sharing it through the content. Mm-hmm. Um, so that story for myself, you know, impacted me because I'm someone who also loves helping others and just the way you love helping entrepreneurs. For me, it's not just entrepreneurs. It's mainly like everyone that I come in touch with. I want to share some of my, my confidence, some of my action, some of my love. I want them to take my energy from me. Um, nice, and that's nice. how, that's how I truly resonate with your content. And I love it. You know what? Here's the thing you should, this is, this is your new template for your intros. Okay. Yeah. So when you bring a guest on, 
This yeah. is great because when you say, hey, Evan, tell us about yourself, what's going to happen is I'm going to share the same story that I share with everybody. And now you don't have unique content for the first four minutes of your podcast. Okay. But if you bring on a guest and say, hey, I love you because of boom, 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 like nobody talks about the Doritos. Like you're, I can see you're hardcore into the content and like believe in the Doritos. That's now a unique intro that nobody else has. Okay. I like it. Cool. Yeah. In- intro is always, why do I love you, Mr. or Mrs. Guest? <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to learn from that for the next guest. And thank you so much for sharing. Cool. That. I love it. So um, what do you got? So the first thing I want to ask you is, uh, because you're all about taking action, And Mm -hmm. something that I talk about with my audience a lot is how can they take action? And I give them certain things that I've done personally that has helped me take a lot of action, create content, do what I'm doing right now as a speaker. Um, I want to get your thoughts on like, how can someone listening right now actually take that step? Because there's so many people listening that have these ideas and creativity and these thoughts in their mind, but they're just so scared. I just had a call literally two minutes ago that someone said to me, I want to come and meet you because I just want to have that action step for, the, for, for my life. So I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that. So a couple of things. One, anytime you hear yourself say the word scared, like you just using the example, then you have to do it. Okay. You just teach yourself. I do it. Scary, difficult, or hard. You do scary, difficult, or hard. You love scary, difficult, or hard. You eat scary, difficult, or hard. Because the opposite of scary, difficult, and hard is you hate in your life. Mm-hmm. It means you just photocopy your life. You're not doing anything out of the ordinary. You're just doing this. If you're never scared, never doing something difficult, never doing something that's hard, that means you're just doing the same thing every day over and over and over again, and you hate your life. Yeah. So if you hear yourself say scary, difficult, or hard, that means it's go time. You jump in. And you can tell your friends and family, people around you too. If you ever hear me say any of these three words, point it out to me because we'll use it and not even notice it. Point it out to me and say, you just said scary. That means you have to go off and do that thing, right? Yeah. Um, so that's step number one. Two is expect to suck. Expect to suck. Why do you think you're going to be great at the thing the first time you do it? Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to do a podcast or a show like this, right? Um, I'm sure before your very first one, you were a little scared. Definitely. Sure, like reaching out to guests, you're scared. And I'm sure, what episode number are you on now for your shows? Uh, the, uh, it's, gonna, it's around 23 now. I'm on 23rd one now. Great. Awesome. Number one probably sucked, right? Compared to 23, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and number, number 2000 is going to be amazing. And, and now this one is going to suck, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to suck at the beginning. Don't expect to be great at the beginning. Whatever new thing you're taking on, you're not going to crush out of the gate. That's okay. That's normal. People expect to be amazing the first time they go and do something. No, expect to suck. Lower the bar. Just be proud of the effort that you went and tried and did your first show and got up on that stage or asked that girl out or whatever the thing is that you want to do. Applauding yourself for the effort to try as opposed to whether you got the result or not is how you build self-love, self-respect, self-belief, self-credibility, all of it. And that's how you make the big breakthroughs in your life. I love that. And I, saw, and I resonate that with that a lot because something that one of my mentors taught me a couple of years ago is that every time I, 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 you know, I feel like scared, difficult or hard, as you said, something that I want to do in my life that I'm not sure of or I know I'm going to suck at. He said, ask myself this one question, which is, um, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And sure. say, say that to me, interrupt that psychology in my mind and then just do that thing straight away. A bit like Mel Robbins' five second rule. Um, so I, I love that. I love that. Um, coming back to the Doritos bag, because I know a lot of my audience actually don't, uh, they haven't even heard of you or they don't know much about your content, but I have 
so much curiosity because I kind of know the story, but I, I, I want to hear from you on my podcast. Why do you have a Doritos bag in every single episode of your videos? So uh, I have a giant Doritos bag on my desk. This is big. It doesn't look big, but when <laughs> if I bring it up next to my head, like this is a giant, it's, it's giant. Uh, I love Doritos. They don't sponsor my, uh, my <laughs> shows or anything. They don't sponsor this show. I have a strategy called Damn the Doritos. And this comes back to what we were talking about, mindset and doing difficult things. When people are on a diet, and this is where I start going weird duck, so we'll see who resonates. I think your audience will resonate, though. Um, when people are on a diet, the first step typically is get rid of all the junk food from your house. Throw it out. Get rid of it. I, th I think that's a crutch. Hmm. Uh, and when you break your leg, you're, you're, you use crutches. That's okay. It's normal. But your goal is to walk. If you, if you broke your leg, your goal is to get out of the cast, stop using crutches, and be able to walk again, right? Yeah. I think the problem when you eliminate all the junk food from your house is whenever you go on uh, a vacation, an office party, a friend's house, and there's stuff around you, you're going to eat it. You're going to slam your face full of it. And if you keep that mentality of I can only work when I have the perfect environment, my, my routine only works, I only stick to my diet when it's the perfect environment, I think you're actually teaching yourself that you suck. Mm. You're teaching yourself every day, I can't be around it. I can't be around Doritos. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to do things that teach myself that I suck. I want to do the opposite. I want to do things that teach myself that I'm amazing, that I'm strong, that I'm capable, that I can grow. And so my Dan to Doritos strategy is I take a giant bag of Doritos and I keep it in front of me all day long. And as I'm talking about it, my mouth is watering. And all I want to do is <laughs> eat those Doritos, right? But instead, I'm going to have... Eggs and avocado, it's sitting right in front of me after this interview, right? Because <laughs> damn the Doritos. And so I think anytime you're doing something that makes you feel uh, weak, it's, it's all internal game. It's not about what other people think about you. It's what do you, what do you think about yourself? You talking about purposeful mindset, that's what it is. How do you feel about yourself? Mm -hmm. Doing difficult things, having the Doritos in front of me and knowing that I'm stronger than them. Now, if I open them up, and eat them, then I wasn't ready. Then that's, that's worse than everything else. Yeah. But your goal should be to, yes, maybe the first step, eliminate them, but then get strong enough that you can be around them. I think the same way as, um, you know, your cell phone uh, with the alarm. People say, put the, put the alarm in the other room so that you're forced to get out of bed and go turn off the alarm. I think you're teaching yourself that you're weak. The, the, the message to yourself is I am not capable of getting up out of bed. And so I'm going to have it in the other room, which forces me to get up and out of bed. Right. I don't think that's the message you want to teach yourself. So if, if that was my problem, I would, I would just have it right next to me and say, I'm, I'm going to get out of bed just to teach yourself how awesome you are. Yeah. Think about eliminating negative friends from your life, eliminating negative people from your life. It's a great first step, but ultimately I love being around negative people. And I'm going to bring him into the, to the land of belief, right? That's yeah. what I love. Um, and so the environment is important, but you can't, you can't rely on it as a crutch because mm. you want to teach yourself that you're amazing. Damn Ooh. the Doritos. So what do you do actually when those negative people do come into your life then? Um, now it's let's go, uh -huh. right? So a friend of mine, this is a true story. A friend of mine, um, Danny, who was doing all of my video production, he's my videographer, everything. He said, you have to help uh, my friend who's in a different city. He's going to be your biggest, your hardest case, your hardest case. Because he's seen me help people one-on-one -on -one and all the work that I do. And he said, but this guy's like, I've been trying for decades to help this guy. And he's still, he can't grow. And in my head is, I'm ready. Like, 
Let's go. Bring him here. How do we get him here ASAP and make it happen? Um, he ended up coming to one of my events and then it's come back to multiple. And, and it's like, this, this is a guy that's so hard to work with. Like, I love the challenge. I love, I love the because you're not going to move me from belief and whoever is more confident wins. So I'm, I'm, I'm right. Like, I think you're a genius. I think you're capable of amazing things. You give me the, the, the person with the least amount of self-confidence, least amount of self-worth attacking and negative. I think you're amazing. I'm more confident in my feeling that you're amazing than you are in your feeling that you suck. And so I'm going to shift you. So I love it. I'm not going to get sucked into your, now you could shift me on other things. Um, Working out, right? If, If I was around people all day long who are like constantly working out, I would probably work out more. Right. But on confidence and belief, it's not happening. Like you're not going to drag me down into the, into the mud because I inject myself with, belief so much vitamin c believe every day that if you sneeze on me i'm not going to get sick mm. and i'm going to pull you into my world right so whoever's more confident wins and so um now i'm not worried about being around negative toxic people um i actually see it as an opportunity and a challenge i love it awesome yeah, i love that so what do you actually so coming so kind of going on from to the next topic to of what you just <laughs> shared about confidence then how does someone actually does like become more confident because I know for me like over five years ago I was genuinely super shy I had eight friends my story is I had eight friends played Call of Duty went to my job came home and I, I just played games all day and I wasn't I didn't want to speak I couldn't speak to women totally scared I was shy like I just I was worried too much about what they thought about me so I want to get your thoughts on how does someone instill self-confidence within themselves so first off I would split those up shy doesn't mean lack of confidence I'm shy, but I have confidence. Mm. Um, you, could be, you could be very extroverted and still have no confidence. Yeah. And this is a big learning curve for me is that I thought because I was introverted, it may not come out in interviews like this, but I'm really introverted. I don't talk to people on the street, on the airplane, like I need my own time. I'm super introverted. And I used to think, well, because I'm introverted, I, I won't have success or confidence. You can, you can be confident. You can be really confident and introverted, really confident and shy. Um, so whatever story people, you know, they're telling themselves, you can be that plus confident. Confidence is its own thing. How do you get confidence? By doing difficult things. This builds my confidence every day. The Doritos bag builds my confidence every day. When you do things that you're scared of, that's how you build your confidence. Self-love, self-respect, self-belief, self-confidence, all of it comes from you trying to do difficult things. And even though you're probably going to lose and suck at most of them, it's recognizing and validating yourself for the effort mm. as opposed to, did you get the result or not? Your first podcast is going to suck, but you tried and you did it and it was scary. And so I'm patting myself on the back to say, I'm amazing. Mm. Yeah. Even though the results suck. Like I sucked on camera. I made tons of technical errors. Nobody watched it. There's four comments in the wrong negative saying, go home. I'm, I'm applauding myself for trying because if you wake up and you give your best effort every day, you're going to do amazing things. Totally. If you only tie yourself worth to the results that you're getting, then you're only going to do things that you know you're going to get a result at. And therefore you play small for your entire life. So true. So you have to tie yourself, your, your self-worth, your, your self-belief, your confidence to you trying difficult, scary things. And it doesn't have to be some big thing. It doesn't mean like today go jump from an airplane. I mean, that could be the thing, but <laughs> Even this morning, this morning, as part of my morning routine, I go through five S's. The last two are sweat and scare. So I'll do a workout. 
and then I'll, I'll take a cold shower. And in the, in the shower this morning, right, I default, I set it to just mild. And I want to turn it to hot. It's like, oh, I just had this workout. Man, how nice would a hot shower feel right now? I just want to turn it to hot. And I take my hand on the dial and I turn it to cold. That's building self-confidence, yeah. doing difficult things, right? Those minor moments, that's it. It's like those little micro wins and credibility with yourself. I said I was going to do it and, and it's difficult. And here I am and I did it. I'm amazing, right? Like that's what happens in my head. And that's what I want. I, everybody can do that. Everybody can do that. There, there's five difficult things you can do right now. Just pick one and do it and then celebrate how awesome you are. Yeah, I think the part that I think the part that most people don't celebrate is the, what you just said. They don't celebrate them taking the action in the first place. They're too worried about the result, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, I, I sucked on camera, and they just they they end up going down the negative hole that they forget about like how awesome they are that they they made that camera. Because I still remember the first video I made on Snapchat. I was like so scared. I still yeah. remember before I started my Wisdom Wednesday kind of um, theory. I was just like, I don't like. I'm, I was genuinely scared about more about what my friends are going to think about me than anyone else because I was just like damn like this is the first time I'm making videos because I'm going through a lot of personal development and I don't want to keep this knowledge to myself I want to put it out mm -hmm. in the world and, and help others um, and coming on to that actually something else I want to ask you because your content has honestly helped me a lot throughout my journey in personal growth something I want to um, get your thoughts on is you know, every single week you put out this uh, top 10 rules from entrepreneurs or thought leaders Mm -hmm. Which I'm curious to know which or who is your favorite kind of uh, entrepreneur or someone that you kind of learn from on a daily basis. And also, I want to kind of know why that is. So I don't know about daily basis, but my, my favorite entrepreneur of all time is right behind me. His name is AP Janini. He's the founder of uh, Bank of America. And nobody really knows who he is. Um, he was he was the believed banker. He, he bet on people when nobody else would. He gave money to people. He lent money to people based off of a look and a handshake with, if you can imagine a banker saying like, yeah, the look in your eye, I trust you. And yeah, you know, pay me back. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. He gave Walt Disney the money to, to fund his movies when everybody thought he was crazy for doing a full length cartoon. That's crazy. Full length feature cartoon. Nobody does that. Cartoons are supposed to be three minute, tiny little shorts. Yeah. He gave Disney the money to do it. So he bet on people and nobody else would. Um, so he's my favorite entrepreneur of all time, but but I'm not learning from him daily. I mean, apart from him, like staring me down every day being here, uh, you know, there's no video content on him. So I'm not learning from him. Um, I love learning everybody that I have on my channel. I've learned from, okay. and I love learning from people who I may not immediately agree with. Somebody who's had success, who, uh, they, they, by every measure, you know, had success, something at least, at least in one area that you want to get better at, right? Like Steve jobs. I don't want to be a father like Steve jobs but I want to be an entrepreneur visionary like him. Mm. My dad is behind me. I don't want to be an entrepreneur like he was because he was, he isn't, but I want to be a father like he is. Right. So like there's no person that you want to be like, it's taking different pieces to be the best you. So mm. I love, I, I mean, Kanye was the very first top 10. He's on my wall there at the back. Maybe hard to tell that that's him, but um, he was the very first top 10 that I did. And, and I love learning from Kanye, even though there's a lot that he does that I wouldn't do or resonate with, but there's pieces of it that I can apply to my life. So I've learned from everybody that I put on my channel. And my goal is if we have, you know, 10 rules, at least two or three of them resonate with you that you can then go off and build a better life for yourself. Well, I love that. I love that so much. Just super interesting. Um, another thing I want to kind of, yeah, go, go. Yeah, I was just taking like a challenge, a challenge for people. If you're at all familiar with the content I put up, 
find somebody who you hate hmm. and then challenge yourself to learn from them. Wow. Interesting. If you go to my channel, you'll find the top 10 rules for success for a lot of people. I don't know how many I've done, but there's a lot. Any, any person who's had any kind of success that has video content, you'll probably find them on my channel. Pick somebody who you don't like, who you don't agree with, and go watch the top 10. And just give them, like, suspend your, 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 your disbelief for 10 minutes and say, you know what? I'm going to give this person 10 minutes. All of the content I put up is we do the work. We, we'll spend eight hours looking at content to, to put together a 15-minute video. Mm. And it's always positive. It's never negative. It's never trashing somebody else. It's always, it always has to do with mindset of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so to challenge yourself to learn, because if you only learn from people who are exactly like you, you're actually limiting your learning. True. If you're willing to learn from people who aren't like you, who believe in crazy things, but there's like one little thing that you can learn from them, that's when your learning actually gets unlocked. So it's a, it's a good challenge. I constantly try to challenge myself on it. And it's a good challenge for your audience too. find somebody who you, who you hate, who's had some success and challenge yourself to go learn from them. I love that. I'm actually going to go do that myself because there are a couple of people that I've uh, found through social media that I dislike a lot. Um, like who? But, well, <laughs> what do you got? I don't, don't want to name anyone because... We're not going to name names? I don't want to name no names. Because <laughs> some of them are really big, but I just don't agree with them or I don't like the, the way they, they portray themselves online or how they, in my opinion, manipulate people to believe that they are doing really well in life. But... Um, but I just, I, I mean, I, I'm really picky with who I kind of um, follow or spend or, or you know, want to one, uh, one, uh, learn from on a daily basis. Because I don't, I think, I totally believe in what you said, which is learn, learn something from everyone that you meet in your life. But there's some people that I personally believe that kind of are very manipulative, especially online through social media. It's very hard to feel someone... Um, how if they're authentic if they're just faking it till they make it you know there's so many different types of people I've come across throughout my journey in social media in like five years um, so but that in that part, but so in that process yeah you can learn how to influence people yeah 100% in a positive way mm-hmm. totally yeah even if they're super negative or it, it's obvious to you that they're they're snake oil salesmen and it bothers you but they're having more success and they're selling courses and selling books and doing speaking gigs. What can you learn from them? They're, they might be better at learning how to influence people mm. that you can then learn from. True. But then do it for good. Do it yeah. in a positive way. Do it in an authentic way, right? Yeah. You're taking that one little piece. It doesn't mean you're going to be them. You're just taking that one little piece to make you better at the thing. Mm-hmm. True. No, I love right? that. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. I look, at, I look at Trump as an example because Trump is so polarizing. People love <laughs> Trump or they hate Trump, whatever side of the fence you know, you're on. But I'm from Canada, so you know, we, I didn't get to vote either way. But if I look at the last election, what did Trump stand for? If you had to pick, like, what did Trump stand for? The two that often comes up are one, build the wall. Mm-hmm. I want to build the wall, right? And Mexico oh, is going right. to pay for the oh, wall. Oh, yes, 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 of course. <laughs> Maybe it's a few years ago. But whether you love the idea of the wall or hate the idea of the wall, you knew that Trump wanted to build a wall. Mm. The other one that comes up often is also the make, it, make America great again. Yeah. With the hats and all that, right? Okay, so whether you believe Trump can make America great again or not, is it, it's his own issue. Then I ask people, what did, he was up against Hillary Clinton. What did she stand for? And nobody can say anything. Like, what was her one big policy? I don't know. What was her slogan? Eh. 
That's a problem. So even if you hate Trump, like if you think Trump is the worst human alive, awesome. If you love Trump, then it's easy to learn from him. Yeah. If you hate Trump, you say, well, what does my brand stand for? What's the equivalent in your business? Like what's the slogan to make America great again that applies to your business that stands out as memorable? What's the big idea you have, like build the wall that stands out as memorable? Even if you hate him, you can learn from him to make your business and your life and your mindset better. I love that. Super interesting. It's actually really, yeah, you're 100%. Right. And, and actually, this, this one probably relies, uh, applies even more to you, um, thinking about Trump. One thing that I think Trump is a genius at is labeling people. Crooked Hillary, uh, lying Ted. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. He has a name for everybody, right? <laughs> Anytime somebody, it's a, they're always negative, right? They're always yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, some shot at somebody. But people remember it. I, I mean, I'm from Canada. I don't, I don't follow U.S. news, but... It, it hits mainstream. Mm-hmm. I like using that in the positive. So, um, you know, a guy on my team named Alex, he, he had a dream of himself leading the front of an army. Like he was on vacation. He had this dream of him at the front of his army, like leading, you know, positive change. So call him General Alex. Nice. And in the General Alex, I'm giving him a name to aspire to be instead of a negative name I'm placed on somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I learned to call him General Alex and boost his confidence every day from Trump. Wow. Right? Yeah. So that's it. Like, who else would teach you that stuff? Who else goes off and nicknames people and calls them stuff? I've never seen that rule anywhere else. True. I learned that from Trump. But wow. so you can spin it. Like, you might disagree with it. And I would never call, I would never make fun of somebody or call them a, a, a bad name. Mm. Um, but I'd use that for the positive. So these guys who you follow, who you are upset that they're scamming people and maybe ripping them off and not authentic, use your techniques and use it for positive. Amazing. No, actually, now that I think about it, I, I love that idea. Like, again, it's just coming back to you can, you can learn something from everyone, right? Whether positive or negative. Um, as Gary Vee always says, like, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative, you learn from everyone, right? Like, you should just learn from whatever. I just think that the best growth actually comes from looking at the people who you don't like. It's easy for you to learn from Gary Vee. It's easy. Like, everything he says, you're probably going to, maybe not everything, like 95% hit ratio or whatever. You're mostly going to love it, and it's easy for you to listen to, and so you can apply it. That's the, that's the fast stuff. But the real meal is going to be from digging between the lines and the people that you don't like. Mm. And see how can I flip this and make it positive to help me grow? What can I learn from them? 100%. No, amazing. Yeah. I love that. We're running out of time. So um, I just want to give a massive shout out to Mark Drager, actually, <laughs> your buddy that actually allowed me to get this time with you. So I just, I'm just super grateful. All right. Yeah, Good. because I, I did exactly what you said. Like I, was, I saw your story, the way I got you on the podcast, actually, I saw your stories. You were telling on this one particular day, you told everyone to go and follow him. And I was like, why does he keep telling everyone to follow this Mark guy? I went to his content. I was like, there's nothing there. Um, only a few pictures of him and then you said to leave a comment I saw one of his posts actually had uh, some captions I left a comment um, and, he, and he picked me and he said like go for it like and I was I was super grateful um, so I, I love you Mark Drago giving him a shout out here <laughs> and he's let's, making, let's, some, let's, he's let's making some really good content now I love it <laughs> yeah when it when it comes out let me know and and I'll sh- we'll share it with Mark just put that in the reminder that we got to share this with Mark Drago listen I think that's a great lesson so Thursday is, it, we're recording this on a Thursday. Thursday is my public facing day. I'm all day, interviews, podcasts, hangouts, like all day, nonstop. And I've got a couple more weeks left until uh, I'm doing Christmas and then heading off on my tour. So podcast interview spots right now are at a super premium. But Sadiq was following me on Instagram and he said, hey, can I have you on my podcast? And I said, you know what? 
do this thing on Mark Drager, go follow Mark Drager and leave a comment. And if he loves your comment, then you get to be picked to be the, I'm going to throw in a pod. I would never do a podcast for a comment on Instagram, right? Like that's exactly never. what I thought. I was shocked. I was right. like, holy shit. I'm going to have, but every- you never know. Like <laughs> this is why you have to follow the people who you want to not just have on your podcast, but you want to be in your circle and you're looking for the moments. Hmm. If you had told me the day before or the day after, Evan, if I leave a comment, can I, can I have you as a guest on my podcast and say, no, dude, I mean, I love you, but I'm too busy, right? And most of the time you say that on your story, they always say, if you don't bring me any value, then I'm not going to, I don't want to be on your podcast. <laughs> but this was it, right? And, and then a bunch of people went and left the comments and you, some people just said, hey, Evan sent me. Yeah. That's not a good comment. No. Like you went in and you showed love to Mark and then Mark said, Sadiq is the guy. <laughs> it's like, all right, Sadiq, let's go, let's do it. And that was like a couple of days ago, a week ago, it wasn't that long ago. A week ago, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm telling my assistant, we have to fit Sadiq in before we do our thing. Like, I don't want to talk to him in March next year. Like, we got to make it happen ASAP. So here we are. Amazing, by the way. I love Sandra. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Sandra's great. So, so just a lesson, like momentum and paying attention to the people who you want to get. It's, it's not that difficult. You have to look for the openings. Yeah. And when, they are, when they're asking for something, I wanted people to go follow my friend Mark Drager for that day. That was my obsession for the day. Hmm. And if you help me with my obsession for the day... I'm willing to talk and help. And, and it's not just Evan Carmichael, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. When, when Sadiq's trying to do something, if you want to get to know Sadiq better, when he's got a really important project for that day and he's posting about it, go help him. Go help him. He's, then he might be willing to have a phone call with you and help you out. As opposed to saying, I'm really busy. I got tons of other stuff on my plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love that you stepped up. We got to share those with Mark. He's going to love it too. <laughs> totally. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much, Evan. Honestly, I'm really grateful to have you on the show and for everything that you shared. Um, hopefully, we're going to keep in touch and I can become even closer to you and, and learn a lot from you on a, on a daily basis. But thanks a lot. What for episode having- number is this for you? Um, this is going to be probably, if it comes out in another three or four weeks' time. So it'll probably be in the 20s. It'll probably be like 26, 25, 26. Okay. 100. Let's do it again. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down in my calendar. <laughs> Episode 100. When you're close, when you're like 96, 97, email okay. Sandra and, and we'll figure out a way to make it bonus episode number 100. Amazing. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much, man. Cool. All that's right. Cool. Oh, thank you so much, man. Enjoy your day. And, um, and thanks for being on the Purpose of Mindset podcast. Thanks, Eddie. Tune you on, man. Take care. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time really means a lot to me please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this it would honestly mean the world to me thank you so much once again i hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and i'll see you guys next week